0: O Lord, my God, in thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Let me tear my soul like a lion, bringing it in pieces while there is time to deliver. O Lord, my God, if I, have done, uh, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him that was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that without cause is mine enemy. Let the enemy persecute my soul and take it, yea, let him treat down my life upon the earth, and lay mine uh, my, my honor in the dust of Arise, O Lord, in thy anger, lift up thyself because of the rage of my enemies, and awake from me to the judgment that thou hast commanded. So shall the congregation of the people who pass thee about, for their sakes, therefore return thou on high. The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that is in me. Oh let the wickedness, the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteous uh, for the righteous God try with the hearts and reign. My defense is of God, which set the upright in heart. God judges the righteous, God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turned not, he would wet his sword, he had bent his bow and made it ready. He had also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordained his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, he prevailed with iniquity and had conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. He, uh, he made a pit and did it and is falling into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his, upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pain. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord, most high. Let's Our Father in heaven, we come for your presence this morning. Thank you for bringing us together into this place, and I pray, Lord, that you also... Uh, and, um, bring all the rest of our people in the church to come together with us to worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth. Bless, the Lord, your word this morning. Bless the people and bless our hearts. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will take control of all our uh, services in the church, beginning from here in our Sunday school all the way to our evening service. Bless everything, Lord, in between. And Lord, um, thank you for um, the past days and the the blessings that you have given to us. Thank you for the victories of our activities in the church this Friday. And Lord, this time um, um, we pray that you will renew our strength in you. And I pray, God, that uh, we will be uh, strengthened in our uh, our faith. will be um, um, strengthened in problems, Lord, uh, spiritual problems so the people uh, might get um, relief from your word. And I pray that you will be with us and bless the us in our church and bless all of us. Thank you, Lord, for this uh, time of our Sunday school. In Jesus, name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, so we had um, um, just a quick um, recap of perhaps of what we had um, started last week. We talked about the uh, deliverance, the prayer of deliverance of David. And um, we had last time, we talked about verse number one. Uh, his prayer of, for deliverance, and that is uh, comprising verses 1 and 2. And when he said, O oh Lord, my God, indeed do I put my trust, save me. So he asked God personally to save him. So he, he was praying for his own deliverance because he has a lot of enemies around him. So he prayed uh, um, for, for his uh, deliverance, uh, I guess, from, from his enemies. And in verses number three to five, we found that um, David acknowledged uh, that he did proper things. And, and, and he said that um, um, he showed to the Lord, and in fact God knows already, but he showed to the Lord and He He uh mentioned to the Lord his own honesty and his own integrity. And sometimes It's really, uh, you know, uh, a blessing if you can stand like this with with David. Um, Knowing your own honesty, there's there's no uh, hidden things in your heart. Um, There's no iniquity as you search your heart, as we need to search our heart too, because sometimes we do not know. Um, We we think that uh, we are all right, but we are not in the sight of the Lord, so it's good to search our heart, and after diligent searching of our hearts, then we find that uh, there is not really, that there, is, there is none that you can find that you have done against the Lord, and in that you can find there is uh, confidence in your heart, and then you can bring that confidence to the Lord, and say to the Lord, Lord, search me, O God, because I have searched my heart. <clears throat> Lord, I have searched my heart, and and, 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 and <laughs> try <but I> to <don't coughs> consider my ways, and Lord, I cannot find anything that I have done evil against your side. And therefore, Lord, search me. Because I might have overlooked something there. And I do not know that the, the, the details, and the, the minded details of of uh, my doings. So therefore, Lord, search me. And that is really, really uh, good, and, and I think that is honest, and that is what God wants in us, um, we have to search our hearts, and afterwards let the Lord search your heart. And that is what David is saying here, and he pronounced it that to the Lord, and he um, he showed to the Lord his honesty, his integrity, and and in verses six and six to eight, verses six to eight. Even here exhibits wisdom in calling on God uh, to judge his enemies. He said, Here, verse number six Arise, O Lord, in thy anger, lift up thyself because of the, of the rage of thine enemies, and awake for me to the judgment. Thank you, to the judgment that thou hast commanded. Verse seven said. So shall the congregation of the people who pass thee above. This is where you can find that when, when the Lord will deliver his servant, when the Lord delivers um, a Christian, and then there will be thanksgivings all over the place. There will be blessings all over the place, and everyone will honor the praise to the Lord. There is um, a, a house full of joy and gladness, and there is the the Lord's glory. There is the Lord's um, blessing upon His people. So this is what David wants um, in his prayer. He asked the Lord, Arise, O oh Lord, in that anger, lift up Yourself because of the rage of my enemies, and away for me. So he really asks God for Himself. For his own deliverance, for his own um, for his, for his own defense, he needs, he needs God. He wants God. So that's what he did. And, and, and again, um, um, God sees man's heart. No one can hide from Him, and it is futile for a person to hide from the Lord and to come to God. Pretending that he has not done things um even in the sight of the Lord. It yep. is useless. Yep. Because before we come before before the presence of the Lord, he knows already. Yep. And you know, if you have done something wrong in your life, uh it is not to discourage you to come to the Lord. In fact, we are the more encouraged to come to the Lord, but not to pretend that we are that we have, you know, uh, live up to the standard of God's integrity, because we knowingly have something or done something in our in our in our lives that we know um, God is not pleased. But when we have done something wrong before the Lord and we come before His presence, we admit it, just admit it, and humble yourself before the Lord, and 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 receive it. Whatever God will 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 do to you as. You know, as the recompense of perhaps of what you have done, then accept it as coming from the Lord. If it is chastening, which is probably uh, is the case, then accept it with all humility. And once you you consider yourself, you humble yourself before the Lord, you surrender your life before the Lord, and you will just entrust yourself. Lord, here is my life. I have done uh, evil in your sight, and perhaps, Lord, uh, uh, that displeased you. And then you just plead
1: for your cause, plead and ask God for forgiveness, and ask God
0: that you might be given the grace to to be able to cope up with the chastisement or punishment that will follow. And if the Lord will spare you from that, praise the Lord. But if the Lord will allow you to go through, you know, difficulties and hardships, then ask God for the grace for you to go back. That, you know, again, um, whether whether you found yourself, you know, uh, you are living in amnesty and then you have suffered wrong or you have suffered something that is not... Um, a matter of chastisement of your own sin, and you know it, that there, you have no sin in your heart, then you come to the Lord. Come to the Lord and ask God for the strength. Ask God for deliverance, if, um, if, if that is the case. But if you have done evil or you have done something wrong, then still come to the Lord and ask for forgiveness, and then receive it from the hands of God, whatever um, recompense that is due to your wrongdoing. So in, in, in either case, brothers and sisters, we need to come to the Lord. We need to come to Him. We need to ask Him um, to, uh, to talk to Him and, and beg for His uh, blessing and mercy on our lives. So, that is verses number 6 to 8. Uh, in verse number 8, I believe there we can find something here. The Lord shall judge the people. And this is the knowledge that, you know, David knew all along and he knew that God will judge all the people and therefore he asked God to judge him first. He said, the Lord shall judge the people and he said, judge me, O Lord, judge me. And this is the confidence that he has because he knows that there is nothing in it in the sight of God. And when he comes forward and asks the Lord to judge him, he knows that, he knows his own integrity. He knows his own heart. So it's good for him, you know, he has that uh, integrity before the Lord. Um, and he asks God to judge him. So that he might, um, once the Lord will, uh, will, will render that judgment, and then it will be found that was innocent. Then I believe he knew that God's blessing will, will be poured upon him. The Lord's blessing will be poured upon you because um, he is innocent in the sight of the Lord. You know sometimes when God is already like giving you the judgment that uh, you are found innocent but the rest of the people still like you know in their hearts they have convicted. even uh, They have. They have uh, judged evil uh, in, um, in their hearts for David, but David just—he just, just clung to the Lord. He just wanted God to vindicate him. You know, sometimes we 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 try to justify ourselves so that people will not judge us, but we cannot help. We cannot help them. People will just will will judge you. Of. What they perceive, you know, to be the wrong thing that we have done, but the good thing here, brothers and sisters, we have the Lord to be our final judge. Let us just, you know, present our cause upon Him. In verses, um, in verses nine and ten, as we learn that, you know, as believers, we have a good news for all of us because. If we are found to have done something wrong in our lives, we have the Lord Jesus Christ who has taken our judgment upon Himself on the cross. We have no problem with sin. That problem of sin has been taken away and has been resolved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Again, um, take the verse here from 2 Corinthians 5.21. He who knew no sin... Became sin for us. That's what he said. For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So that is uh, the confidence for all of us. Our sins have been forgiven. Our our problems of sin have been resolved. And, And the Lord Jesus Christ has taken that away, out of the way from us. And um, if we if, if we have done something wrong after that, then we can run to the Lord to ask for forgiveness because He is um, willing and He is just to forgive us our sins, That's what the Bible says in First John chapter, um, um, verse nine. And uh, in verses nine and ten, verses nine and ten, you can find the destruction for the weekend. And we can also find the the um, the salvation for the just. Verses nine and ten. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. How we desire it? How we desire that you know uh, the, the, the wickedness in this world will come to an end. How we desire that there will be a stop to all of this. Evil things happening all around us. A lot of lives have, have have suffered because of sin. A lot of innocent people have have been wronged by by you know mean men, mean people. A lot of innocent lives have been have been lost because of uh, the wickedness of the wicked. A lot of innocent children have been raped, uh, put into Drug them, put into prostitution. It's because of the wickedness of this world. And again, um, how we wish that there will be an end to all this, how we wish that there will be a stop for all of this. That is also the desire of David. In verse number uh, verse number nine. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. Amen.
1: And
0: he said, but establish the just. You see, brothers and sisters, David had not been gone. David is dead. But right here, his desire from his heart is printed in this book. His desire that that just shall be established. If you are living a life now that is just in the sight of God, you are part of his prayers that you will be established in your own lives. Just leave honestly. Just leave, you know what is right before the eyes of the Lord. Yep. And then the prayer of David that you will be established. Wow! This has been written um, 3,000 years ago. But his uh, prayer remains, you know, in effect until now. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteous God, try the hearts and reigns. <clears throat> My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. You see, um, we we know, we know every time that, you know, we stray from God's path, we stray from God's way. We know it, and immediately that our conscience and the Holy Spirit will tell us that, that this is not right. And then... Uh, immediately, upon knowing the prompting of the Holy Spirit of God, then we come to the Lord to ask for forgiveness, and when we come to the Lord to uh, to seek His um, favor, to seek His um, uh, you know uh, forgiveness of the sins that we have done. And once we do, once we do, um, we understand that uh, God is the deliverer, God is the defense, and God is our salvation, saveth the upright in heart. It doesn't mean that a person that is upright in heart cannot commit sin. Yeah. That is why, although he presented himself as innocent before the Lord, but sometimes you can see along the way here that he is like, um, um, you know, giving us a hint that he needs saving. He save sin from what? Because he has done something wrong also, maybe. But that is true to every Christian. All yeah. of us. Even though we are living in, the, in our, you know, um, utmost um, adherence to the words of God, and yep. we, need, we follow God to the letter, or we follow God from the heart, but still along the way, we do not Yeah. Still along the way, we are convicted by our spirit, and will say to us, oh... You just went straight away last night. You did not pray. And then upon knowing it. You are convicted. And you come to the Lord. Lord, please forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. I, I, I have overlooked things that I should not overlook. I have I, I did not read yep. the Bible that, that much. I did yep. not spend time with you that much. Those kind of things in the sight of the people may be not seen to them. But... Our spirit will be in that, because yep. that is not supposed to be the case. The Holy Spirit and our spirit, you know, requires it. They require it to be done. Yep. But we purposely, because maybe you're busy, and, or, or you just you just have that lack of will of doing things right in the sight of God, and there the Holy Spirit will convict you. Yep. I think that is sin. And that is why, you know, that is why David here uh, found himself in verses number 6 to 8, he presented himself to be, you know, uh, uh, telling God that he is upright. And then here in verse number 9, you will find or verse number 10 that he needs a saving. My defense of so God with me, it saved the upright time. In verse number uh, verse number 11 and verse number to verse number 13, we will find God's righteousness being displayed. In verse number 11, it says, God judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. He hath also prepared for him the instrument of death he ordained his arrows against the persecutors. So you can find here in verse number 11 that um, David now turns away from his own righteousness. He turns away from his own righteousness and integrity and he now directs his attention to the judge of the universe. He turns his attention to God himself right now. He, he, he now puts aside his, whatever he thinks about himself. And sometimes we need to come to the point where whatever we think about ourselves, we have done well, we come to church, every service, and we pray morning and evening, we're our Bible, and that is good, and that is really something that you can have confidence before God. But there will be a time also in our life that we need to put that aside, you know, it's not about us anymore, put yeah. that aside and focus on who God is, yeah. focus on who He is in your yeah. life. And now that is exactly what David did. He puts himself aside this time and he directs his attention to to the judge of this world, the judge of this earth. And he knows that the judgment of this God is righteous altogether. Our God cannot commit mistakes in his judgment. As the Bible says in Psalm chapter 19, verse number 9, Psalm 19, verse number 9, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous all together. You see, and here in verse number, if I'm not mistaken, verse number uh, uh, 12 or verse number 11, God judges the righteous and God is angry with the wicked every day. God every day is angry. And his curse, his curse is directed towards the wicked. And the Lord will pour it upon His own time, upon His own will. He will pour it with His wrath upon those unbelievers. When we say wicked in the Bible, they are just simply unbelievers, or or we know we know those sinners, uh, grave sinners. Um, they are also unbelievers, but God is going to direct His curse upon these unbelievers, upon these wicked, uh, wicked people, and His wrath upon them. But again, thank the Lord, we as believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are sheltered from God's wrath because He protected us, He justified us, as the Bible says in um, Romans, I think Romans five, verse number one, Romans five one. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Justified that means as if we have not sinned. As if we have not committed one single sin in our life, that is justification. And only God can impute that upon us. That means we are not really naturally um, just in, in God's eyes, yep. but God imputed upon us that yep. um, justification and whatever the devil will do, he cannot undo it. Amen. <laughs> he's angry with us every day. And he's the more angry with us being justified by God. But whatever, however he will roar there, he will just roar. But he could not undo what God has done. You and I, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are justified by faith. In verse number 12, in verse number 12, here it says, if he turn not, he will wet his sword, he has bent his bow and made it ready. You know, this is a warning for those unbelievers and for those people who hate God. For those people who uh, go against God, uh, the Lord our God. Now, those people, the, the, if the wicked do not turn from the wickedness, God has warned him. God has warned that God now is sharpening His sword. He is bending His bow and is ready to attack. Our God is ready to uh, demolish them. But God is, you know, giving them time to return giving them time to repent. That is why we are here. That is our job as Christians. Yep. We need to stand in the gap. There is a gap between man and God. We need to stand in the gap so that the Lord will not come to judge His people. But before the Lord will come to judge His people, we stand in the gap and plead with His people. Return to the Lord. Yep. Repent. Yep. And once you stand in the gap, the Lord will withhold it. He will withhold His judgment. And then time will come that some of these people will turn. Some of these people will come to the Lord. And praise the Lord for that.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: But once, you know, everything will be finished, everything will be done, then the Lord will come and harvest, you know, these people. and. And, and send these people to their eternal destination and you see verse number um verse number 13 verse number 13 psalm chapter 7 he hath also prepared for him the instrument of death he ordained his arrows against the persecutors you see the instrument of death the Lord has sharpened his bow. I mean, sharpened his, um, sharpened his uh, sword. The Lord has um, um, bent his bow, and he has that arrows of fire. In other words, his armory is ready. He will utterly destroy the wicked, and in fact, he will do it early. As soon as he can, the Lord will do it. In Psalm 101, verse number 8. Psalm 101, verse number 8. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land. The Lord will do it and He will do it early. He will destroy all the wicked. And also again... uh, the righteous God will execute divine vengeance upon a vile person, upon you know a violent person, a vicious, vicious uh, person. The Lord will will send His bow. But we, as believers, our job is to persuade men. Our job right now is to you know uh, you know sometimes confront them this our job right now is to tell them that they don't have to, to die in that, in that case. They don't have to go and, uh, and die and go to hell. Because our God is a merciful God. If they will come unto Him, He will forgive them. But if they will not turn, then God is ready. Because His, his bow now is bent, His sword is sharp, and He's ready to destroy them but the Lord is placing us before them so that they will have an opportunity to repent. 2 Corinthians 5.11 2 Corinthians 5.11 Knowing therefore the fear of the Lord, we persuade men because this judgment of God is not, you know, this is ultimate judgment. And once they fall upon this judgment, that is for them for all eternity, and it's not it's not easy there. It is torment, you know. It is a torment forever and ever. That is why we 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 are commissioned by God to you know talk to these people, persuade these people. That is our job to persuade men. I I I, I watched, I you know, uh, children giving tracks. Oh, praise the Lord for
1: that. Amen.
0: Praise the Lord for our children handing this um, message. Yep. That can be, you know, um, a submission of their soul. Yep. I do not know how many of them will read that really, but I will tell you. You know, Pastor Babu said, if these wicked people, unbelievers, if they will die, they will die and go to hell. But let them die and go to hell with the cracks in their hand. Yep. <laughs> and they will see that, oh, now they will see how God's love is really proclaimed. And no one can excuse, no one yep. can, uh, can escape the judgment of God. You see. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Yep. Verses 14 to 17. Verse 14: Behold, he travaileth with iniquity. I had conceived mischief. And brought forth falsehood. Now David here characterizes that his enemy as being like a woman who is pregnant. He you knows his sister Tina, is pregnant. But David here is projecting, characterizing his enemy as a pregnant woman. And um, but this is a different pregnancy because what they what they have what they have is just iniquity. And they are going to give birth with deceit, and and they were they are going to have vanity and lies as their, you know, uh, baby coming out from them. In verse number fifteen, and also verse number sixteen, the Bible says here he made a pit and digged it, and is fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head. And his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. You see here, the pit dug by his enemy will serve as his own grave, And the enemy of David will bring down judgment upon his own head. These people are... Um, forming, you know, uh, their own they they are forming things to destroy the righteous but what they have done is just to their own destruction. If you remember the story of Haman and Mordecai Mordecai was a righteous man, you know, in the sight of God, but he's not going to respect persons that Do not believe in God. In fact, I believe also Mordecai has zero respect on those people that hate God. Haman is a person that hated God and he hated the people of God. So therefore, Mordecai has no respect on him. But the problem is Haman has a high position in the kingdom. He was a trusted person of the king. And whenever he comes to the gate, in and out of the gate, people will bow down. With is coming, they will bow down. Except Mordecai, he doesn't want to bow down. But Haman was very angry at that. He concocted an idea of charging Mordecai of something, and not just him, but the rest of the people, because he found that the children of god are very disrespectful to him so he made that plan he built a gallow in his own place in his own house outside perhaps maybe the backyard or the front yard we do not know where but he made a gallow there in preparation for the hanging of mordecai he wants mordecai to be hung on that gallows, and again, you know, he thought that he could do that because he he was in power, he was very close to the king, he had all the in favor of the king at that time. So he made the gallows, and the gallows was prepared. But things turned around because of the decree that the king had signed, that was. Very uh, detrimental to the lives of the Jews. But the problem with that, Esther was part, you know, of that judgment to be destroyed. And the king had signed that in his own signature and proclaimed that to be done. So, therefore, the distress of the people of God, including Esther. And you know the story then. He found out that when the king and his fury and his rage learned that Haman built a gallows in his own house, near his own house, and he built that gallows gallow, to hang Mordecai there. You know what happened? <laughs> the king decreed that it should be Haman to be hanged in that old gallow. My friend, the enemies of God's people are like that. They will prepare something to put you there to to be destroyed. But that preparation for destruction of God's people will be upon their own head. It will turn out to be their own destruction. That is why this is always what God did to His people. He will say to His people, "Peace, you know, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. All we need to do as God's people, just leave honestly. Just leave Godly. Just make sure that there's no, uh, you know, there's nothing Satan can take hold of you. Satan can only take hold if we have sin. When there is sin, and that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. But if you can see, like David here, he finds himself. He presented himself to the Lord with his integrity and his righteousness. He has confidence in his heart that he has not done evil according to the accusations of his people. He he has not done that and he has confidence in that and he presented himself before the Lord and he asked God, please Lord, judge the people and judge me too. Lord, I have searched my heart. Now, Lord, I do not know if if, if, if it is thorough. Now, I want you to search me. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. You know David there is very, he's very um, um, close, and he's very um, um, close to the Lord. That he will just ask the Lord as if he's asking a friend to do something for him, and that's what he did. Even in his own prayer, even when he when he prays to the Lord, when he asks God for deliverance, when he prayed for deliverance, he did that. You see, my friend the pit that was dug by the enemy will serve as their own grave. And the enemy of God's people will bring down judgment upon their own hands. And in verse number 17, you find that David's mood here has changed. He said now, to conclude his uh, this chapter, he said, I will praise the Lord according to His righteousness. And we we'll sing praise to the name of the Lord, Most High. And you see the change here of mode of uh, David's prayer, turning from uh, prayers for destruction of his enemy to praise of God. From from prayers for the destruction of his enemy, and now he turns around and praises the Lord, who heals, the Lord who delivers. The Lord who saves, and the Lord who restores, and who will establish his kingdom. And he still, you know, uh, remain a powerful king in Israel. And he gives praises to God as God provides him, as God um, protects him, as God preserves him. And he considered God to be worthy of praise. And you can find that in the writings of David. There's a lot of praises that he wrote about God. And the the, the song that says all hail the power of Jesus name. I think that's coming also from the mouth of David. Let angels prostrate fall bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. Amen. That is, you know, uh, befitting to our God who is worthy of all praise. This is a psalm of David, a prayer for deliverance. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for um, showing us this heart of David and how he prays for deliverance from his enemies and how he... uh, Praise you, O God, for all of your work. Lord, help us to have an eye, heart, uh, the same as David's. As Lord, we praise you. We magnify your name. We exalt you, Lord, in our midst. Because you deserve uh, praises. Father, bless your people now. And thank you, Lord, for showing us um, the... um, the God that you are, and that Lord help us to praise you. Help us, Lord, that our heart will be um, in your name. Because, Lord, you deserve all the praises. You deserve all the honors. And again, Lord, I ask your favor. I ask your blessing upon your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Let's take a break, and we'll get back to five minutes.